You ever notice when you when it's raining mm. and you run and you lift your neck? Yeah. What do you, what do you do? Why don't you, everything else can get wet except for your neck? No, it's because it's not because of that, you dickhead. What's that got to do with anything? <laughs> it's because you you feel like you're going to slip over, so you're like you're trying to tiptoe. No, I think it's because you get you think rain. you're going to slip over, so you're going to do this to slip over. That's what I do. That's what it's my you're the dickhead. No, you're, it's, you're not, a dickhead. it's not about for either either things. That's not at all why. It what is, is this? Because generally you're getting wet, so you're going like that. <laughs> so yeah. you, but is it because is it because your neck's the most sensitive? Can we get a part? consensus? Shit, Jamie. Jamie? I, I think I think it's just because you don't want your, your neck Shit, to get wet. It's a sensitive part. You see what I mean? So you're the dickhead. No, it's just rolling. Podcast? Podcast. Podcast. Are we doing a podcast? We're Sushi Mango. When I was your age, I was Samaya. Oh, you Ah, you like my salami, huh? Sushi Mango Saucy Meatballs Podcast. A podcast not about meatballs. Why do we call it that? I hate it. It's just stupid. Or a red start. Don't be shit. What? What are you talking about? (laughs) Enjoy the podcast. A podcast. Hello. <laughs> trying to uh, advert, every trying week to, he's trying to get a, a better uh, a better hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, but seriously, uh, back onto the the, the wet, wet thing. thing. It's something because you're sensitive neck. All right, when you're on ice, just say you're walking. Not that you walk on ice much. I'm saying, like if you're in the snow, when the, the fuck do you ever walk <laughs> on ice? I knew you were going to say that unless you're like, in, in Montreal on, or something. Yeah. Why would you be walking on ice? Maybe, maybe okay, got, when you're in Montreal, walking on ice. Okay, when you're in Montreal, and you don't want to slip. You, you don't do this. Yeah, you do. You don't go, You don't become great and small all of a sudden not to want to slip. I do. You sort of do yeah, this. You do this. You don't do this. I've never so wanted to protect my neck so in that. In, in, I never wanted to protect my neck in that situation ever. So dumb. In the, the water hit. I just don't want to slip. But there's no. Yeah, you're not doing you. that. You're doing this. You're doing this. To fuck it, bro. We've got better things to talk you about. Stupid people. Roll it. This morning we talked to a bloke who burst onto the scene making the top five finalists in the very first Australian Idol. Since then he has continued entertaining us on television, on albums and in stage musicals such as Grease, Wicked and most recently Hairspray. Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome the incredibly talented and Australia's version of Corny Collins, Mr. Robert Melzy Mills. How great to be here. Thank you so much. Sorry you had to be to hear all that before. It's really embarrassing. Come on, man. You... It's nah. sensitive well, why neck. Why do you do it? Why maybe do you, you do that? Sens- maybe you've just got a sensitive neck. <laughs> yeah. Does your, par- does your partner know this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have a sensitive fat neck you've got. got a neck, he's got the neck the size of a Volkswagen, though. <laughs> do you like it a little... Oh, the yeah, neck hello, the old neckaroonie. <laughs> sensitive neck. There you go. Jesus, mate. How are you, bud? Mate, really good. Life is excellent at the moment. I'm yeah. Apart from a little bit of rain when, yeah, you're, yeah. Ru- when you're running. But yeah. Sensitive neck. <laughs> Also a very sensitive neck. Don't kiss me. <laughs> but uh, it's uh, it's a it's a beautiful time of year. Spring racing carnival is coming up, and I'm finishing up with uh, hairspray the musical. And I just released a book. Um, wow. My partner and I have just moved back to Melbourne. She's got a new job on the project. Life where where is, were life you? Really good. Uh, mate, we moved to Sydney. Oh. Don't I don't recommend this, guys. Don't mm. move twice in a year. Oh. So we moved uh, to Sydney in December. She took a job up at, uh, in Sydney for Flash News for Murdoch. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we're, we're out of there. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, now, we're, now we're back. We're for Paramount. We're good for uh, for yeah for for pro, for the project. Oh. So back back now in uh, moved to a lovely. You might have heard of the suburb called Turak. Oh yes, oh, yeah. The old yes. Turak. Oh, that's a bit lardy, darling. Well, that's what everyone says. But to be honest, it's a lot cheaper than it was living in Sydney. Yeah. Oh, Isn't that ridiculous? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, you, you, you in Sydney, Parramatta is, is more expensive than uh, than Turak. Than Turak. No. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's an absolute rot up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's anyway, it's good to be back home. Hey, we saw you in in uh, hairspray. Did you enjoy the show? Man, yeah, loved it. Magnificent. You know, I, 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 we were just what a show. Just uh, your 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 character was awesome. Thank you. Um, the Corny Collins. You played him so well. So man. good with the smiling. And hey, the- look at the pick and take it He's been waiting to do that, man. <laughs> mate, mate, we were looking for a replacement for me. Damn it! Uh, this is this is no joke. I'm leaving the show at the end of this week. And oh, so you you are leaving? My mate Bobby Fox is taking Bobby's over. Bobby's taking. I yeah, saw that. Adelaide Bobby. and Sydney. Yeah. I thought oh. he was just filling in. No, no, he's taking over. Oh, I got myself another job. The only oh. thing is, you'd oh, be better suited to play Jane Jacobson's role. I'll be honest. I would. I'll be a beautiful Edna. I'll be a good Edna. Yeah, I'm just putting it out there. Your next Shane, when you want a break, 
When I've was the last covered. time you had a full clean shave, shaven face? Uh, well, that was for the Wog Boy movie. Mm. Okay, yeah, so that was a year ago. Hey, congratulations on uh, on the uh, success thank of you. it. Thanks, oh, yeah, thanks, mate. I should, I'm one of those people that haven't said it yet, but no. I am. It's on the list. It's on the list. I've been yeah. busy working eight shows a week. I'll burn. I'll burn on a DVD for you. <laughs> <don't worry. laughs> It'll be on Nick free lo- to air by yeah. the time you go and see it. Nah, Nick will love that. Nick will love that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So you, so you're gonna finish up with them this week. Finishing up this week, yeah. So you got another job. You can't talk about it. Yeah, I, I mean, I wish I could. Is there another musical? I can't say. Oh, you can't oh. say anything. But you can't even tell us what you can't. Even, <gasps> mate, I'm sworn, sworn to secrecy. Okay, all right, all right. There's a big launch in like a month. All right. Uh, but it's, it's sort of what you're doing now. Sort of what I'm doing. Oh, now. you can tell. You can <laughs> tell us off. It. You can tell us off. You can't. You actually can't ask no, me nothing. any questions because I can't lie. Okay, okay. <laughs> My face does a lot. I'm the worst at poker. Hey, hey man, just be. We, let's waterboard him. <laughs> waterboard. That wouldn't take much. Yeah. Oh well, uh, congratulations great. for that. Whenever it comes out, and let us know because yeah. we'll be there to support it. Because you did a great job. Honestly, the 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 show was. You're constantly tapping your foot the whole show. Did it's you get up and dance at the end? I did. We did. We yeah. did, man. We did get up and dance. Yeah, what da, a show. Da, 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 da. It, it's like one of those things. I, it's like we, we, we actually fake a standing ovation because we get everyone up to dance at yeah. the end and they're like, oh, standing ovation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something, man. We, we, we work our asses off when we do our show. Yeah. We never get a fucking standing ovation. Not once. What? We're, and when you when you guys you got know, you it, do, you put a song in at the end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, now we know what to do. Yeah. You, know, yeah. know, you know what formula. happened? You know what happened? The 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 confetti. Yeah. When we saw the confetti, we were we were like, should we do the confetti on the last Melbourne show? Because yeah. we did the you know we did three Rod Laver arenas. And uh, <laughs> we, uh, yeah, he's got to find a way. He finds a way to sneak that in with every podcast. Sneak it in. That was a sneak. That was blatant. <laughs> so embarrassing, man. So, such a wanker. So, so no. But on the th- before, the, the, third, the, before third the third show, <laughs> yeah. we came and saw your show. Oh yeah. And um, you know we were blown away. We were sitting there all the way through. And then we got up, and we were everyone was sort of dancing at the end. And then we were like, before that, we were like, should we do the confetti? Should we not? You know, should we spend the money? Should we not? Well, everyone's dancing. The confetti comes out. We all looked at each other and went, you were doing, doing the fucking confetti. confetti. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, right? 100%. Yeah, it's so right. good, man. But then to watch it, the, the, the production, obviously, because, you know, we put the show together, we know what goes on in the back. Yeah, and we, how did, many, we did three of them. We, <laughs> <laughs> But seriously, Can you like, stop, man. We did, we did 100 of them. Shut up, man. You're embarrassing us. <laughs> nah, um, but what did it. What does the back look like? How, what's the crew like? like oh, mate, how, how many people you got? There's working like at 20, the back? 30 crew working yeah. on it. We've got flies, uh, the flymen, the fly ladies. We've also got the, the follow spot operators, which I think I still think is the hardest job in mm. showbiz to. Absolutely. I imagine following yeah. you guys around the stage yeah. every night, yeah. Yeah. doing Forget something it. different. Yeah. Um, yeah, the crew's about 30 people, the stage managers, and calling the show. And uh, it's, yeah, moving around all the set Shane pieces. And all he the, had like three girls, or three, I don't say girls, three people. Changing him, yeah, all the time. All yeah, the yeah. constant change because they were really quick changes. It's yeah. amazing. It was amazing. Feeding him to keep feeding him, yeah. <laughs> to him in a dress, like he's always eating snacks. <laughs> and you guys work so damn hard, though. Yeah, yeah. man, you I agree. so damn hard. We've got a level of appreciation because we've I done three red label arenas. I appreciate that, but it is, you know what it's like. It is it is hard work to, to put on a show to to craft a show. To I mean, look, hats off to this is a twenty year old production. So yeah. the fact yeah. that it still stands up today, my hat goes off to the writers. To John Waters, who wrote the movie back in the eighties, like yeah. I think it was. Um, then it got adapted, but it is it is hard work to put on a show. We spend four to six weeks in a rehearsal room, um, mm. putting it all together, learning the songs, and then it's the Corrie, and then it's yeah, it's well, it's, it's the it's songs and the Corrie that, that impressed me the most because you were singing, but not only were you singing, but you're, you're singing perfectly. Yeah, thank you. And and you're doing all these moves at the same time. It's like, oh my God, how are they, not, not how you're doing all at once, but how do you do it all at once, but. And remain on key. And remain on key. Mm. But I just think it's the, the training. I, I still think when I first got into musical theater, that was probably back in 2005, I did the uh, Greece Arena Spectacular mm. with Fanzi, with oh, Magda. Yes. Like incredible, incredible cast, right? And now I, I realized these guys have the greatest work ethic out of anyone else I've ever met in my life. These mm. dancers, singers, actors, uh, but they also have a, awesome party 
hard ethic. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I've got the party hard ethic. <laughs> but I don't quite have the work ethic. But I wanted to be in their friendship group. So I, I, I learnt the, uh, the the work ethic. Yeah, yes, yeah. How many, how many times a week are you have you been performing that thing, the hairspray? Uh, we do eight times a week. Eight times oh. a week. Wednesday. Actually, you said that like yeah, two, 12 two, times two, already. Two on a Wednesday, Thursday night, Friday night, two Saturday, two, uh, or two Sunday. Yeah. Two on a Wednesday you do? Yeah, the love, the, the matinees. We love Man. the matinees. Love yes. love do you guys do it? You, no, we don't. What's your audience? What's your show? It's regarding you love up meals. It's lovely. What's your matinee audience like for you it's guys? It's not bad. It's, uh, they're not there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're waiting for the Saturday show. No, we 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 did a we did um, wogs at work with Nick Janopoulos and mm. we would we did matinees. We did Wednesdays, Thursdays, but I don't know. It's just seemed that. In comedy, you, you yeah, want yeah. that laughter. You, you want the know, alcohol? Loose. Want yeah. <laughs> Sunday. Yeah. Well, well, I'm trying not to say Sunday yeah. matinee, four o'clock. Yeah, we, we don't do four matinee. o'clock. Four, that's the earliest we do, four o'clock. Four o'clock, yeah, four, yeah. on a Sunday. Oh, yeah. But it's nice to have a little bit of booze involved. Yeah. And that's, a, yeah. that's, an Aussie, that's an Aussie kind of thing, maybe. Yeah. It's a cultural thing that we need a little bit of alcohol. But there is a thing that um, Todd McKenney always says to me, and Nancy Hayes says, I should say, uh, you can't hear a smile. Yes, that's true. About the, they're having a great time out there, but you can't, can't hear a smile. That, that's, oh, that's Todd, Todd yeah, was that's great lovely. too. Were, it's such a good cast, man. They were so good. Yeah, it was yeah. so good. We were pretty lucky to be just back on stage again. After the last couple of years, no live theatre, no... Yeah. yeah, not 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 a lot of support from from our lovely government, which is no longer with yeah. us. Thank you. Um, how's that? How's that conversation? I I got to go. I'm taking on another job. Yeah, was it, was it tough? Uh, I took the producer out for a beer. Ah, I was like, "Hey, mate, let's go for a beer." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. no worries. What, what is it? Okay, let's get the beers first. Let's get the beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the beers arrive. I go, "All right." So, cheers. I got some good news, some bad news. Cheers to me. Got myself a new job. He's like, "Well, mate, congratulations. What's the job?" That's the bad news. Ah. It means I have to leave your show. So ah. that was, and I had to tell him the news. Oh. Yeah, a while, a while ago. Oh, really? But it's okay. Like, we're still friends. Bob, Bobby's good replacement. Oh, mate. He, Bobby and I, so we're working together on this Christmas show coming up. Bob's and I have been doing Chris, uh, Carols by Candlelight yes. every year for the last three years. Yeah. So this year we're going even bigger. Um, we're actually doing our own show as well as Carols. We're doing, oh. But we're taking it. Look, it's not Rod Laver. Um, we're taking <laughs> it to Costa Hall in Geelong. It's hey. kind of like, like an off-Broadway tryout for this Christmas yeah. show. Yeah, man. But we've got one big draw card. We played there. Yeah. yeah, mate, it's yeah. great, right? We've got one big draw card. It's the, it's the unofficial mayor of Geelong. It's Dennis Walter. Oh, Dennis. We brought Dennis. In. Dennis in. I thought you were going to say Dennis Billy Brownless. <laughs> she imagine Billy Brownless singing one more frothy for Christmas. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to hit up Billy as well. There you go. Yeah. Well, that's all right. We're going to take special guests down to Geelong. So that's when. 18th of December. 18th of December. One show only. We're just going to do a little out-of-town try-up. Bobby has to go to Adelaide the next day to do Hesperate. And yep. um, I've got a bunch of other gigs to get ready for as well. Good, That's man. good. So, yeah, he's a great replacement. He did, oh, he's amazing. Um, yeah. And um, so, yeah, I saw that and I thought, oh, Millsy must be having a couple of days off or something. You know, there's a little a little jump in. But, no, um, no, I've had to leave the show, unfortunately. And I, love, and I love the show. The cast is wonderful. The, everyone's fantastic. I just... Uh, there's more money in another job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, you got to go where the work is. Two years, hey, no working. Two mate, years. Absolutely. Hey, man. Lots of make up. Cash money, boys. We're Cash here. Money. Speak, I, I want to veer off into a few things. I want to yeah. pull this thing out here. Oh. That's my book. Uh, sorry, it's a podcast. All right. <laughs> no, that's a book. You gifted me this. I'm yep. going to get you to sign it. It's called Putting on a Show by Rob Mills with Paul Connolly. Yeah, he's a he's my, <laughs> he's, he's my ghost writer, but he's not longer a ghost. He's a real guy. Oh, read that's a real guy. It's not a ghost if you put it on the book. Though. Yeah, he's he's helped out, helped out okay. heaps. Um, so it's kind of like I don't know if you guys read or any of your listeners. We don't we don't read. We okay, can't, right. we can't uh, read. We're illiterate. Did you do audio book for me? There's an audio book. There's an audio book. Excellent. Um, I interviewed a bunch of awesome people like Dr. Pat McGorry, Professor Jane Perkins. She's the head of uh, masculinity male suicide. Zach Seidler, who's uh, the head of sort of their psych section at Movember. A guy called Macca who hosts What's Up Down Under, um, Tommy Harkin, he, he he does these empowering workshops for young boys and men, um, a bunch of incredible people, Jamila Risby. Anyway, the, the idea was to try and work out what it is to be an Aussie man. Um, ah. You guys should have been on the list as well. Yeah, why weren't we? <laughs> <laughs> well, this, this is the first. This is the first go. Oh, at we're it. in the okay. second book. We're in the second book. Yeah, yeah this is the first yeah, yeah. go at it at the moment. So there's a ton, tons of research, um, and it's basically me reflecting on these interviews and also like the. The sort of uh, uh, the the hangover from our grandfathers and our and our fathers, the things that we learnt from them, the things yep. that we want to try and hold on to, the stoicism and yep. these sort of masculine traits, but also we don't want to 
didn't want to hold on too much of the Mm-mm. toxic masculine traits yeah, that yeah, we had. Yeah, yeah. We still need to learn to talk, have feelings, and absolutely. So that, that's the inspiration yeah. for the book is is, is all all the things you just mentioned now, right? Yeah, all yeah. of that. Yeah. That's very nice. Is there any, anything Become very else? serious all of a well, sudden. Well, I was yeah. just thinking. I was just. I know. You actually, yeah, yeah. It, you, I was watching an interview that you did with someone else, and you talked about a couple of friends that uh, passed during COVID. Yeah. Is that, and I was wondering whether that was relayed. Whether there was any sort of. Uh, it was kind of like okay. So lost a couple of mates during COVID to cancer, and mm. I think we've all been affected by the C bomb yeah. uh, over our over our lives. Either someone close to us, or a friend of a friend, yep. a family member. And it's horrible, right? And during the pandemic, we couldn't go to hospitals, couldn't hang, we couldn't mm. hang out with our friends, we couldn't mm. go and say goodbye to our loved ones. I've heard stories of people having a FaceTime with someone in their hospital bed. It's just hor- horrible, right? Yeah, yeah, gut-wrenching stuff. Terrible I stuff. I wasn't allowed to go to a few, a few of the funerals of my friends. And I realized when we got out of lockdown, I went caught up with mates, we got to the, go to the pub and had, had beers. I just felt worse because mm. I hadn't really dealt with the grief and grief takes time. It comes mm. in waves, all that sort of stuff. And I realized, oh... The alcohol's not really helping. So, and over the last couple of years, I've been spending a bit of time trying to work out what my relationship with it, with alcohol is. Why do we reward ourselves with with a beer or a drink or whatever? Sure. Um, when it's something, it is a depressant. Um, so, using that time, I wrote an article. Um, the Age and the Sydney Morning Herald um, loved it, and then a publisher reached out to me and said, "Hey, this is really good. Like, really like your writing style. Is there anything you want to write about?" And I said, "I've always been really fascinated with identity." and what it is to be sort of an Aussie, an Aussie man. And so we went on the journey to find out what that is. Fantastic, Fantastic. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, that's really, it's 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 interesting. So it's not, it's, it's like typical, you know. It's definitely not a memoir. Story, memoir. It's more reflect, yeah, it's more reflective. And I'm using my own stories to reflect on what I've learned sure. from the people I'm interviewing. Yeah, yeah man. Kind of like Lee right. Sales in any, any ordinary day, but with less trauma. The trauma is not from other people, the trauma is from me. Because you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Because you're right, though, isn't it? That you know, when we were growing up, it was like, you know, uh, if you, you know, you, if you're feeling a bit sad or upset, toughen up. Nah, toughen go up, drink some, yeah, yeah. go drink a cup of cement. You know, yeah, you'll yeah. be right. Don't yeah. worry about Have it. Have a beer. She'll be yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Morning, she'll be right. Yeah. Attitude. Yeah, she'll be right. Like even our parents were the same thing. No, you're right. Get up. Come on. Don't be stupid. Yeah, it's like no. Oh, but but I'm feeling a bit. No, fuck feeling. Get up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you I know? think so. The, the thing I'm working at there is this sort of fine line between absolutely. You, you still need to build some sort of resilience. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. And you can't have. We can't just be sitting around talking about feelings the whole time. Uh, talk to Gussie Wallen, who's got this great charity called Gotcha for Life. He's all about mental fitness. Let's not call it mental health. Let's call it me- mental fitness. Mm. And he's like, at the moment, we're probably at 100% banter with our blokes. A lot of blokes in their in their circles, their WhatsApp groups or whatever. It's 100% banter. Just bring it to 5% real chat. And yeah. that's kind of what yeah. I'm – and I'm like, oh, I'm probably more like 15 to 20% real chat, That's but that's me. Yeah, yeah, go yeah. for a long walk with your mate. Get out all the, you know, the stuff yeah. that you need to talk about. But also still, you need that stuff. And I – I think for a lot of for a lot of for a lot of women that don't quite understand, we need this banter. That's the thing that actually connects us. Yeah, yeah. Using that banter over years and or months or weeks or years connects the that makes a, sorry builds the trust. So then we can have those real chats. Yeah, yeah. You but can't just go meet someone no. and go, hey, mate, tell uh, us about all your feelings. Tell us about <laughs> your dad. You know. Yeah. I was- <laughs> Just feeling a little bit down, mate. Yeah. You can't do that. You can't do that. It's nah. a little bit emotional today. Women, nah. women, though, they can. They can. They can straight drop, away. They can drop straight into it. Straight away. They, I think they start with that. So yeah. how are you feeling? No, they, no, go. That's a lovely dress. Oh, thanks very much. He's a fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, so that's, that's so the sort of the, the difference. It's like, all right, we could learn something. We could, we definitely learn from um, from, from from women. From, from definitely, we can learn so much. But we also can learn from the banter from our blokes as well. So. As long as we're not just bantering all the time, just mm. realise that we can have some real chats every now and again. Yeah, man, I'm with yeah. you on that because the more you need it. it oh, 100%. That 15, that, that 15, 20% real thing, I think that's probably where you should sit. Any more than that, you start thinking, oh, I'm really fucked up. You know what I mean? Or, or I, I, you, you get <laughs> compassion fatigue. Have you, like, you watched the news over the last couple of years? We're watching the uh, Dan Andrews talking about the case numbers. You get compassion fatigue, like listening to news all the time, sad stuff. Yeah. So. 15, 20%. Yeah, it's good, yeah. 15, 20%. It's true. Like, if you, if you meet someone and they're too much, oh, mate, it's, too it's much. a bit like, okay, look, I can't. You might <laughs> need to see someone <laughs> professionally. I'm not really qualified, qualified, to, help qualified to help with this, you know. Which is also great as well. Of course. Yeah. No, I'm not I'm not saying don't, but um, yeah, 15, 20%, I think oh, is good. I, I, I'm down. I've always been like that. Mm-hmm. I've always had uh, some friends that, you know, it's always banter. We, we banter with each other all the time. 
every now and then there's real there's real talk, you yeah. know. But then afterwards, it's like you know, yeah, no. So yeah, the, 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 the end it with a end it with a you're a fuckhead. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you end with a hug and then you end with a bit of, bit yeah, of, a bit like of banter. And then afterwards, you go, remember that time when you said that, you yeah. dickhead? <laughs> but um, no, but but I think it's really really important that you got that, like you say, that balance in in mm. your life because, like. One thing I've learned over this journey, I get that. that, that whole life. I hate yeah. that word. Right. No, I'm, I'm journey. A, I've done enough reality. <laughs> I've done enough reality TV to. I'll, I'll let you have that word. <laughs> no, it's such a wanky, wanky word. <laughs> journey. Where are you going? A journey is a trip to the, to the air. Unless you're going to the airport, it's not a journey. But life you know is I mean? a, it's, it's, life is a journey. I think life, life is yeah. a highway. Life is a life highway. Is a, ah, there's ah, another ah. wanky. <laughs> but what I've learned is is that um, you're not by yourself. You know what I mean? There's so many more people out there that are not struggling, but have something that that you can either help them with sometimes, you mm. know, you know, inadvertently, or and then just they can say something that, oh, okay, good, I'm not, I'm not the only one. You know, it's fine. You know, and um, I, I find that it's very important to go and talk to, to mates, friends, whatever. Not the random guy in the street. You know, probably yeah, yeah, but, but or, you know or, what I mean. Or, or a counselor. Can or I, a counselor. I mean, I'll go go and do that. Can I also say just something that you just reminded me of? You guys got to share in something really special at your three shows yeah. uh, at Rod Labor, <laughs> but ac- across the country, something that you've done really well. You bring people together. Yep. Right? Um, my friend Virginia Gay said this quote on Q&A last year, I think it was, during the pandemic. She said, art or theatre, live theatre, it's a comedy show, musical theatre, theatre show, um, allows you to feel the things you didn't know you needed to feel. Mm, so true, and man. With with your comedy, right? With your style of uh, the acting, the the characters that you portray, everyone sees that person. They see their selves. They see their mum, their dad, their auntie, and they get to feel it on mass with other people. So they feel like it's okay. It's okay to laugh. Mm. Uh, laugh at ourselves. Laugh at laugh yeah. at them. Laugh at the situation. But just give them a sense of respite from whatever crazy stuff is happening in their world. Absolutely. So how great! What a gift that you guys have got. And we get to. And, my, and myself every night I get to, uh, to be on stage. Absolutely, doing what you do. Yeah, I, yeah, I say that all the time. I say that you know we we get, we allow people that two hour break, whatever's mm. going on in their life. When I say we, I don't just mean Carlo, myself, and I. I just mean me. <laughs> <laughs> man, he's he's Bring on wanker level ten today. What's going on today, man? Turn his wankers down, please. You know, no, but when I say we, I mean. Everyone like yourself and everyone in this and the arts, yeah, yeah. The arts. in the creative fields, yeah. even you guys over there, just yeah, absolutely pushing the buttons. Isn't like it funny how the arts well. were, were, you know, <laughs> Simon? He's from uh, the right. north of Italy. Cool. Oh, he's yeah. from Brisbane. Yeah. I like yeah. it. He's a good yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, isn't it funny? Um, the arts is such plays such an important role in people's lives and emotions, but didn't really get a look in. Come the hardest time of all, yeah. really, mm. it was the most unsupported. It said it was sector. The prime minister said we were non-essential. Non-essential. I'm like, mate, thanks, what's man. What's everyone doing? Watching movies, listening yeah, to music. And he goes, you guys are non-essential, <laughs> and then went home and watched three movies on Netflix. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, hang on a second. Outside of the fact that you couldn't perform, there was no support. Yeah, there wasn't. There was no, support. no monetary support for, for no. anyone in, mm. in the, in there the was arts no, there, field. There wasn't. The yeah, there was the lo- the lowest that got the mo- least support of any sector, and it's uh, it's a shame because but, you know. We're out now. But, we're out now. We're out but right now. let's, you know, let's do a fundraiser and let's call all the people from the arts to do it for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of my favorite <laughs> things. I said that during the pandemic. I'm like, whenever there's fire, <laughs> flood, there's famine, the arts people will go. We'll put on a concert. We'll raise some money. Yeah. Who puts on? Who puts on a concert for, for us? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was a. It's a real. It's a real statement. No, like, no one put on the like. There was performers and entertainers who were li- literally. Doing you know? Zoom gigs. Please yeah, help me. Jeez. It's like, you Have know, you ever done a Zoom gig? Zoom uh, How many did you do? comedy one? How many did you do? You say a joke and it's like this. They've all got a mute. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing Auslan cheering. Yeah. No, it's not good. Um, we, we tried to not do... We, don't think we, we didn't know. We no, did. I did a handful. And did you? And now, you're doing, Rod, and now you're doing Rod Labour. Now no, we're doing great. Rod Labour. Now we're so back. We're and, back. People, and people are out supporting the arts. And I think that's one of the good things as well. They saw how tough we're doing it. Comedy festival is huge this year. People are out supporting theatre like no one's business. Oh, so. mate. Everywhere you go, just there's like, you know, it's full. And no one cares and it's great. It's yeah. great to see it. Yeah, it's really good. It's, it's good really for nice us. to see it. I wanted to ask you about yeah. your start. Okay, so before Australian Idol, I was singing in a, in pubs around Melbourne. Uh, three or four nights a week. Yeah. Singing at the Notting Hill Hotel. I was at, at the Notting Hill? Yeah. Yes. I, was at, I was busting tables, picking up glasses there, finally convinced my boss to let my band play. We were at the Red Eagle in um, in uh, Victoria oh, Street yeah, in Albert Park. Yeah. Um, and your band was the Mega Man. The right? Mega Man, yeah. 
which is a bad name. I told you to do my research. I pulled from, I the, pulled Mega from <laughs> the Mega Men. Mega Men? Yeah, I pulled it from South Park. It was one of Eric Cartman's toys that he used to play with. I expect you to take your clothes off for no. when you come out. The Mega Men. <laughs> we were far from Mega Men. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so three or four nights a week. Angler's Tavern was one of the other ones. Yeah, Angler's um, Tavern. Which is a great pub on Saturday nights. I was playing at Breakers in Preston. So Angler's Jeez, Tavern man, is... You were uh, at the top of all the cool pubs. Yeah. yeah was, mate, I was, I was killing it. Angler's Tavern was underwater. Yeah, is that like, uh, really. Maribyrnong? Maribyrnong, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, for, there was floods there two weeks ago. R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> no, they're good. They're so, you, good. so you were doing you were doing, doing, doing gigs, gigs and then um, a friend of mine said, "Would you like to audition?" I think she goes, "I've heard about the show in America. It was really big last year. You should audition. It's called American Idol or Australian Idol." So I went to the audition on a Saturday morning, and I got there about ten thirty in the morning. They said, "Look, we've already got too many people. Come back tomorrow." So I did the gigs that Saturday night. Anglers Tav Breakers at Preston, two gigs. Stayed up all night. Got some Maccas on the way there. Got there at like six in the morning and then <laughs> stood in line for a few hours, about three or four hours. Got up and I was like, Fuck, I've been singing Nine Inch Nails and Foo Fighters and Pearl Jam all night. This is a pop show. I was like, I want to sing. I'll sing, I'll sing Westlife. I sang, I sang a song that I used to sing to a girlfriend of mine back in, back in high school yeah. and got through. Got through to that first sort of round and then we actually got to sing in front of Dicko and Marsha and Mark Holden. Dicko! A couple, Dicko, of, Dicko. A couple of weeks later. What happened? And that was just before my 21st birthday. Got a call to go, you're going to Sydney. So, yeah, I, I was in the top 100 and then got down to the top 40, top 12, and then top five of Idol the first year. Crazy. It, it was it was a different time back then because no social media or very – was there minimal? Was there no, social media? There, there would have been blogs. Was that probably, Guy? Guy yeah, win that guy, one? Guy, Shannon, Paulini. That was the right. first one. Yeah. Man. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. The very do, you first still, one, man. do you still see those guys? Well, what's that? Angels? Oh, mate. Oh, we this. can't hear it. Oh, you don't want to hear it. It's very. Fu- yeah. Oh, beautiful, guys. Look at him go. Do my do very best. You know how, how old were you here? How, how old were you here? You look exactly the same 21. now. 21. Yeah. Why don't you age? No, what's going on? What are you doing? I age. No, man. No, I'm grey as. No, no. Grey. Grey. Yeah. No, no, no. You look exactly the same, man. You haven't changed button. at all. Yeah, I mean, yeah. different hairstyle, and you know, you the, the, the shirt's shirt. a little bit questionable. But <laughs> I've lost the shell. I've lost the shell necklace. <laughs> yeah, the shell necklace. <laughs> the shell the necklace. necklace. They were in big time. Back you know, then. You, know you, you know, what else was in back in the? Do you guys ever do this? The t-shirt over a shirt. Yeah, <laughs> man, that was oh. massive back then. It's huge. That was so big. And I remember after the tour, we ended up doing Rod Laver. Two, only two nights. <laughs> um, we did a full national tour with the top 12 or 13. Um, and then I got an eyebrow ring after we finished. Oh. I was thinking, yeah, I'll signify it with something. It wasn't good. I wanted to get a tattoo, but I met someone. Um, I just met a bloke at a bar. He's like, hey, Millsy, I've, I've opened a tattoo in a piercing <laughs> shop next door. It's it's St Kilda Festival. Oh. And I am... Hello. I am bicked. Yeah. <laughs> is, that what, is that the old school way of saying it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah. This is, Jesus, you went there. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, were, you were fried, cooked. I don't know. One of the, what are they called? <laughs> Toasted. Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, that. Oh, you were. Oh, you yeah. were. Oh, I, didn't, oh, yeah. okay. I never took them, but they were green. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, he goes, do you want to get a piercing? I was like, yeah, I'll get, let's get my eyebrow. And I was, I didn't feel a thing. I had a, oh. I had a great time. <laughs> And I had that eyebrow. One green Mitsubishi, you didn't feel yeah. much, man. That's that's so uh, the next morning. Where are my keys? Oh, they're in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Yeah, so it was a, that was a good time. Good, but, t- good time for you, yeah? You're, like that, you're, you're a big party boy back then. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as I said, I spent three or four nights a week singing in pubs. So I missed 18th birthday parties and mm. 21st. So I worked every single weekend for all those years that everyone's out partying yeah. in uni. I was the I was the party band. Yeah, yeah. Um, going to Sydney was the first plane flight I'd ever been on for Idol. I'd never been on a plane before. Oh, oh shit. wow. Yeah. Mate, I grew up in the sheltered southeastern suburbs of Glen Waverley and we just, uh, we caravaned everywhere. So what was That's it like? Cool, what, was, so, so, what was so, the plane so. like? Oh, I can tell you what a plane <laughs> was like. <laughs> so I sat there, you buckle up. It's a weird kind of old school seatbelt thing. Well, At least you, you caravan. We just went to ride. Yeah, we went to ride. Oh, right. My grandparents lived in Blagari. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. you went from like, because there was like, again, no social media and all the eyeballs were on TV. Mm. Like you're, it's different today. Like so many channels and mm. they don't get as big as what you guys got. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, being, like, did, did, being the first. Being the first yeah. and there was there was no social media. Everyone was watching the box. We were all, everyone was watching. Absolutely. Oh, water, cooler, water cooler chat. Water yes. cooler chat. How did it, how was uh, adjusting to being, you know, a relatively unknown singer to bang, stardom, you I know? Don't, I don't want to say it's all in the book, but it's all in the book. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Yeah, I mean, I talk about the fact that 
having no real, I had a lot of self-confidence, but probably not a lot of self-worth. Didn't quite know who I was uh, as, a, as a person. So I highly recommend, don't, don't recommend going on a TV show, a reality show, when you don't have any idea of who you are as a person. It's yeah. not, not great. Because mm. then they'll, they'll, they'll write a narrative for you. Yeah, work, yeah. And, you go, and you go, oh, cool, I'll just be oh, that That's narrative. me, yeah. Yeah, I'll be that party boy young guy. And I was like, oh, I sort of am that, but also there's it's a massive else. part of me that is that is not. Of course. I just haven't discovered what that sure. is yet. And where's the part about Paris Hilton? <laughs> 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 Do you know what, man? I was, I was going to do exactly the same thing. Just having a say, it's, oh, it's this whole big section there. That's it's on a, Paris Hilton. Oh, wait, it's a small no, wait, there's a fold out. There's, yeah, there's bro, just, bro, it's, only small, it's only a very small fold out. Bro, let me tell you, too long I mean, you know, you, you, it's something you can't shake. It's just, how is that one is of the things? Is it the old joke, you fuck one goat? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, man. Yeah, I mean, that's, it, that's how I feel. Yeah. Isn't it like just... um. Is that one of the things that people ask you most? Yeah, so I, I put it in the book as kind of like maybe- Oh, it is in the book. Maybe it's a full stop. Like, yeah, I just talk about how we met and how it was two weeks and that was it. And what I find is weird in the, the media, I'm fine with you guys. I feel like we have some sort of brotherhood. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when the media bring it up out of no, for no, for no reason, mm. um, and I'm like, I've, I'm, I've got a fiance. We've been together for, mm. for four years now. It's, it's, done. it's, well, it's, it's nearly 20 years ago. Mm. For someone who I don't have any idea who she is as a person, mm. even then, it so was like your party boy days, right? Possi- possibly, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think I think you know what when certain people ask or bring it up because everyone was like, "Man, Milty just went out there and slayed this chick." Like, it's a bit of a like. <laughs> but I didn't know. It was like the all, all the boys were like, "What." That guy. He fucked Paris Hilton. <laughs> the t-shirt over his shirt, guy. Fuck, that's the show necklace. Everyone was like, "Yeah, guy Millsy." Yeah, it's so a I badge think- of honor for him, but it's not a badge of honor for Georgie for for for, for his. He's missus okay, right well now. Don't go, bury me. And we're bringing it up. <laughs> Sorry, Georgie. I really apologise, Georgie. Just, okay, we are nice guys. Okay, we're just it's a podcast. It, we need to get was, some dirt. It's I funny. was just saying what the what the appeal is about it for so, a group of nah, people. Absolutely. If you're on a, if you just say you're, you're about to do a yeah. Christmas show and they go, "Hey, so Millsy, uh, you fucked Paris Hilton." Didn't yeah, you? yeah, that's why. <laughs> I find, no, so but see, that, that's why I was thought. That's why I thought you were going to go just then. They do it just to throw a little bit of fuel on the fire or throw, to try and get some sort of click. Yeah, Click, yeah, clickbait yeah. or something. That's and that's what's weird because it's, it's kind of like it's not something I, I talk about a lot, but it's kind of something that in fact I I, I will never be you never the person to bring, I'm never bringing it up going hey yeah guys this yeah. is what happened can you that's, pass that's, the salt oh by the way I was, yeah, she yeah. was good fuck but no, yeah. is that yeah. why you're wearing a t-shirt that says I fuck Paris <laughs> 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 so that's not something that I'll ever bring up that's not in my nature yeah of course but Absolutely. it is something that. Of course, you talk to your mates about. Oh, like, of course, yeah, yeah. But it's not something that you no. talk about. It's 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 weird. That's that's part of being in the public eye. Absolutely, that they bring up this stuff as if it's normal chat. You're like, well, it's not well, really, it's weird. Granted, all the accomplishments, everything you've done, that's what's focused on. Yeah, that's but, a, but that's yeah. the thing, though. You see, that's that's the whole thing about being in the public eye. So going back to what Carlo was asking you before, how did that change? Like you know, you, like you said, you went from a singer. Yeah. To all, when he what he was saying earlier is 100 percent true. You guys were like to like a, a face. like a minor celebrity. Yeah. yeah. No, well you were. You, you were, were celebrities. Minor. You were a minor celebrity. You, know, you were, you were yeah. the, the, you know? the most talked about thing at the time. At the time. Yeah. So. so strange. So it would have been weird to, to deal with that. And yeah, there's now forget about the first year. Yeah. You've been able to do it for twenty years now. How long has that been since I Yeah, twenty uh, it was two thousand three. Jeez. Yeah. So I've so been how? doing the gig for a while. How did you go from Australian Idol to, to this to Musical theatre. Musical theatre. How did that transition? Well, the singing. I did acting in. I did acting in music at high school. Um, I dropped out of drama actually in a year eleven because I didn't think I was good enough. I had low self worth in that. Uh, right. I was like, oh, I didn't. I didn't think I could do it, so I dropped out. Didn't do it in year twelve, and then years later, uh, an old manager was like, maybe you should try this. But it was actually seeing being a part of that two thousand five production of Greece. Um, the arena favorite spectacular. Movie, by the way. My favorite oh, movie. It's a, it's a classic. My Absolutely. favorite. And being on stage with with Fonzie with your wow. with your idol is. Who did you play? I played Johnny Casino. So just one, Johnny Casino and the Gambler. I had just one little bit, you know. So just, but it was just. It was Who just was so Danny electric. Zuko? Uh, Craig McGuire. We call that a Is this not? We can say whatever the fuck we want. Craig McGuire. Whatever. Yeah, all right, that guy, he was. But but he's not Italian, man. Craig no, he, no, but no, he dyed his hair and he looked Italian. Dyed his hair. 
You couldn't I've, get... I played it. I played Danny Zuko. Played, I'm not Italian. Danny Zuko. Yeah, but I'm not Italian. That doesn't matter. But I, grew up, I grew up with a lot of Italians and Greeks, though. No, yeah. you've got dark hair and blue and blue eyes, which was Danny Zuko. Does that work? Works. No, right. thank you. So so you you that was the first one? Yeah, so that was the first thing, got into it. Then I saw a bunch of shows overseas, uh, 2006. I went and saw Wicked and uh, We Will Rock You, Avenue Q, sort of like these newfound musicals. And I was like, oh, musicals aren't just like... Andrew nah. Lloyd Webber, mm. Rodgers and Hammerstein. Yeah, oh, yeah, what cool. a beautiful morning! <laughs> <laughs> they're like they're actually cool rock music, and I was like, "Oh, this is my bag. I can I can do this." Yeah. And I saw um, Adam Garcia, uh, his incredible Aussie actor, dancer, singer, um, play Fierro in Wicked over there, and I went, "If he can do it, okay. I mean, he's a much better dancer than me." But I was like, "Well, maybe I, you know, maybe I could do it." So when I got back home from um, from that overseas trip. Took a bunch of, when I say a bunch, I mean a lot of acting lessons, singing lessons, dance lessons, and got myself ready for that Wicked audition, which was in like a year and a half. Wicked. Yeah. Yeah, and you did yeah. it. And you, I did it, yeah. You did, you you did, did with Kalia? Uh, yeah, Anthony Kalia was playing and, Bok. Yeah. Um, my friend Lucy Durack and Amanda Harrison. Um, we had the, the late, great Rob Guest. What year was that? 2008. 2008. I saw Wicked in 2007 overseas. Yeah. That was Ashley Simpson was the, you remember? The, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember the oh, I remember sister Jessica, of Jessica Simpson? Jessica Simpson. Yeah. She was the the witch, the wicked witch. Yeah, and you're right. At that time, was a massive row of all these new um, new musicals, new yeah. musicals that came out. So you did that in 2007. That's me. And that was your first. That was no. my very first sort of big show. Oh, okay, so years. you were the lead guy. Yeah, yeah. But he also played another lead. He played the lead as Jesus Christ in Jesus Christ Super Superstar, right? Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, Jesus uh, Christ. Our Lord, our Lord and Saviour. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to do a little, little cross here. Bless us. Guys. <laughs> Did you feel more holy after <laughs> that, Ron? Bless you, bless, you, my, bless you, my brothers. It's har- it's a harrowing uh, play. Uh, there's, there's, there's so much. I talked to the director about this during that process. It's all about celebrity. She said, Jesus became this nobody to someone. So there's, there's some stuff that you can draw on from your own ah, personal. Ah, yes, true, very yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't obviously rise to the levels of <laughs> Jesus, right? But like, <laughs> I was thinking about Kanye West and how he has risen to this crazy level of fame and there's no way that you can not get swept up in it. There's, yeah. there's a lot of people at the moment. Uh, well, he's get, about they, to die for three days. He might come back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he's he's been yeah. he's been killed off a lot of. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. He's yeah. going he's going through the ringer right now, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but like, I think so. That's what she she gave you that. The yeah, celeb- that act of celebrity. Gave yeah, that, that does a note. And what and what that means and how you get through that and also questioning if someone someone says to you, but you're the son of God, you're like ah, enough people say it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you wake up and go. Yeah, enough people been saying. Enough people been saying it to Kanye. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but he keeps saying, "I'm a genius. I'm a genius. I'm a genius." But people are going, "Mate, you're a genius. You're a genius." Yeah, you're you can genius. get you can get yeah. swept up in it. It yeah. was really uh, cathartic. I talk about this in the book. I don't mean to bring it down. I, I promise to bring things back into a happier place with you guys because the banter is really good for me. Uh, <laughs> the the, I was actually going through a breakup with my mother throughout the, throughout that process. So, and that's that's a weird thing to say. Um, the sort of relationship breakdown between you and your, your parents. I think some people go through that as they get older. Yeah. Um, but using that um, Gethsemane throughout that sh- the show uh, is a sh- song that he sings about. I have to know. I have to know why. Why have you done this to me? Kind of thing. He's saying it to God, but saying it to whatever the ether is, or to I used my mother as the sort of thing of. The right. angst, the the grief, the during the, the actual performance, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, I, I've never been one of those. Oh, I just, I use, I, I draw on personal things. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm an actor. Yeah. I've never been one of those people. But I was like, oh, that really, that really works. It really works. That really helps. And also, by the end of it, I grieved the relationship. I mean, not fully, but like it had really helped because uh, yeah. I. Yeah. yeah, it was really quite cathartic. Anyway, I don't recommend playing that role. <laughs> it's just har- it's harrowing. Even when, I hear the, even when I hear the music now, even when I hear the overture, I'm like... <gasps> okay, I'll never play it because if I do, this will be a big fucking walk. <laughs> With a fat neck. I got, down, mate, I got down to 73 kilos. I was thinking that. I was like, I can't, I can't be fat Jesus. No. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of food back there. <laughs> I'm on the cross. I'm like, I can't have the hangover. You can't have the hangover. You know? But you got a beard. Did you got a beard for the role? No, the director wanted like bright, bright blonde. Jesus, I'm like, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so I dropped, the, had my hair dyed. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah. Mill as Jesus. Uh, oh, so it was a different sort of take on it, right? Yeah, it's sort of it's a, a different take on it. Uh, look, it was it was a weird take, but also it was a take, let's just mm, say that. Yeah, but at yeah. the same time, 
thoroughly enjoyed the process. And well, you've, um, been, you've been in some fantastic. Um, yeah, been really shows, man. Been really like, fortunate. Like there is, like there are. There's also the gigs that you don't get, and you audition, and you know it's like like there's a lot of knockbacks, and yeah, that's part of the. Of we're professional auditioners. Got you know? thick skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you got to you got to get a lot of nose uh, mm. to get to get somewhere. It's like you got to do a lot of shit shows to go. Oh, this this one's actually all right. But you you've know? landed pretty Some monumental ones, uh, gigs. Like they're really you got a really good resume. From thank you, stuff, guys. You know? From this thank list you. of incredible stuff you've done, what. Which one, which one was your favourite? Which one have you enjoyed playing the most? Uh, I oh that's hard. Uh, there's a show called The Last Five Years, which is really good. It's a two hander written by Jason Robert Brown. Um, it's a they turned it into a movie a few years ago. And two hander means the guy that wrote it has two hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, then I got to, got to do my own one man show a few years ago. Wrote that with a mate of mine, Nat Garonzi. She's super funny. Um, and yeah, that was called Rob Mills is surprisingly good. So that was like <laughs> a, little, a little take on all the reviews that I've been getting over the years. Like, oh, he's surprisingly good. He's not a bad. He's not a bad bloke. Yeah, so yeah, I thought, yeah. what if I take ownership of? Uh, once you take ownership of it, it loses its power. So yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll just call the show surprisingly good. So I was thinking about getting some stickers for the book. Just put them on the cover. To see if that works as well. <laughs> oh, well, once I read it, I'll text you. Surprisingly good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you married? Are you, you're getting married. You're married. Engaged. Now. You're engaged to be yeah. married to, to, to Georgie. Georgie Tunney. Tunney. And yeah. uh, there's just, a uh, proposals. Could you tell us about your proposal story? I was, <laughs> it's a funny story. You Mate, guys, I, I don't I, know. I, I don't I just know. want him to tell it because it's a funny story. So I bought the ring and had the ring in my pocket. We were driving up to Sydney. To move to move up there, so I was like, "This is a really good chance to do it." She won't know that I'm going to propose, but I thought, if we're making a big life change, we're moving cities. This is this is the time. I'm, I'm gonna I want to show her that I'm I'm in this. You know, I'm in it. I'm in it for her. I'm moving for her job. Yep. Anyway, we're driving up to Sydney. I'd ask the parents. I didn't ask for permission. I asked. I just let them know of my intentions, which mm. I think is okay. These they stand out. Absolutely, yeah, 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 still yeah. good. Yep. Um, we're. I wanted to do it on the top of Australia. So obviously can't go anywhere in Australia at the time. <clears throat> so I thought, what, let's go to the highest possible point, Mount Kosciuszko. Oh. So she'd never been there before. So anyway, we're, we're driving up there. We're on the chairlift on the way up. She is scared to death of the chairlift, which is great. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. That's good. That's not a great start to the, the trip up. <laughs> it's a nice day. and The walk is like an hour and a half up, maybe an hour on the way down. And... On the walk, she's just not really into the into the bushwalk. Like this, also, I don't know if you've been to the top of Mount Kosciuszko. It's pretty barren. It's pretty flat. There's not. It's not. There's not really much to see. But at the same time, it's like it's momentous. You know, it's the top of Australia. Yeah. So we get to the top, and I remember sitting there with it. I had the ring in my pocket, and I'm like, I had my little camera out, and I'm like, babe, how good was this? How good was this? Like, look at the top of Australia. It's, did you enjoy this? She's like. Well, you're doing an Insta story before you're going to propose. No, no, Is that no, what no. you're doing? No, no. I, was doing, I got my little uh, 360 camera <laughs> oh, just, yeah. just in case. Yeah. Right? I just wanted just to test the water. And she was like, yeah, it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, now's not the time. It's <laughs> definitely not the time. So we're walking on the way down. I'm looking for somewhere. Because now I've like, built it up in my mind. I was going to do it at the top. So we're walking down. like Maybe down near that lagoon there. It's on the top of Mount Kosciuszko. It's beautiful. <laughs> Like, you can't go down there. Cool, 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 cool. All right, maybe on the chairlift. And I'm on the chairlift. She is shit scared. She is white knuckling <laughs> the chairlift. She, all she's talking about is like, how many deaths are there on chairlifts? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm like, all right, I can't, I can't emprise the finger off to get the ring on. So like, we got in the car and we started driving and I said, babe, can you just grab, can you just grab my camera charger out of the back? She's like, what do you want, camera charger? I go, just, I put the ring in the bag, back in the bag, right? And she's like, what do you want your camera charger? I go, just, just find it. I want to charge it so then I can look at the footage later. She's like, all right. So she's looking through it. She can't find, I can't find it. It's obviously not in there. She's like, what? I've just found this. I just found this ring. Oh, no way. What is this ring, Robert? And I said, it's, it's an engagement ring. She's like, do you want to marry me? Yeah. And I said, will you, will you marry me? <laughs> she said, yes. And we, there, was, there was some tears. And oh, we pulled over funny. on the side of the road in, uh, in Jindabyne and the river was going. And Taylor Swift came on the radio. And it was, <laughs> oh, all, wow. All, all, was out, all was well. She's a full-blown Swifty, guys. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. So it, was, it was beautiful. But yeah, I, I was like, so you I, planned I this wait. elaborate thing and you end up doing it in the car on the way home. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> but like, it's kind of, it kind of very much suits who we are. We're sitting in our exercise gear. We went for a drive. Uh, driving all the way to Mollymook and stopped at a ba local bakery, got a 
got a pie. pie like, uh, the first, the you, first photo that we get is us eating like country pies. So oh, nah, nice. that's nice. V- very much. I'm surprised when she said, "Do you, you want to marry me?" You, were, you, you didn't say. Well, after that fucking shit happened, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, but not anymore. <laughs> no, that's great. That's uh, a nice, great story. man. Very nice. Story. That's a memorable one because. She I mean, fucked, you she fucked it. Yeah, she fucked it up. That's, that, that's what makes a great story, right? You know what I mean? You could have just done it. You would have it. Been a beautiful moment. But all that story is what makes it so special. It so was great. And there, there was actually one other thing at the top of the mountain. Like there was just so many people, and I realised that our lives are, are in the public eye a lot of the time. So I was like, I didn't want this to be for yeah, other people. Yeah, yeah. Forgetting that, of course, there's going to be other people on the yeah, mountain. I, <laughs> I don't know why I forgot that. Yeah. You romanticise it, maybe. Robert Mills, hi, it's Mount Kosciuszko. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I proposed, man. I proposed on a beach. How was it? It was for me. It was very hard. Like I can do. I can do a twelve thousand people perform in front of them. No worries. But if there's one person and I have to be <laughs> schmoozy in front of them, I just freeze up, man. And I know that there's a couple. There was a couple on the beach up there, sort of a little bit further up, and I made an effort. To go into the corner <laughs> in the most the least and the least, least romantic, least ro- romantic and visual area behind the bush. Behind the bush, I was like, "What am I doing?" She was, she was like, "Oh my god!" And, she, and then she had this. Uh, I had this uh, photographer come and follow us, and the photographer goes, "Listen, go and splash in the water and and like wave your hands around." And I was like. No, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> she goes, no, they're just reenacted. Go, go. And, 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 reenacted? Yeah, reenacted. And Fifi goes, come on, this is one, you're only going to do it once. I'm like, please, no, there's the people there. You're going to watch us. We're splashing around in the water. I'm going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck's going on right now? And there's, the, there's these, like, really, there's photos of us, like, whole, it's all manufactured. Mm. But anyway. <laughs> I, pr- I, pr- I proposed uh, grabbing a jar of olives out of the fridge. What? Ser- seriously. Yeah. Wow. I've been in fight with my missus all day about yeah. about about getting married. I, was, I didn't want to get married. Did you have a ring? No. No, I had nothing. You had oh, olives. I had, had olives. <laughs> I had olives in the fridge. That's all I had. So yeah. I don't, and I actually went out, uh, and a cousin of mine asked me to be the godfather of his newborn, and it got me emotional. And I went home, and I wasn't sure what to do. So yeah. I just walked to the fridge, and she was on the couch, and I said, "Well, as I grabbed the jar of olives, you want to get married?" And she said, "The fuck are you talking about?" Because <laughs> we'd been fighting about it in the morning. I said, "You want to get married?" She goes, don't fuck, don't fuck around. And I said, well, fuck off then. <laughs> she goes, you serious? I said, yeah, of course I'm serious. And then cried and did to you and everything. And that was it. That was it. So I got, Take this That's olive. beautiful. <laughs> like, an olive, like an olive branch. <laughs> but, but an actual olive. All right, well, now you got to tell your story. You got to get it. Come on. We've all done it now. Uh, I, what not, did you do? I don't even know. I just, we went out you for can, dinner. Hey, listen, you can open up. Open up, mate. It's a safe <laughs> space. Mate. It's a safe space. Hey, 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 15%. 15%. 15%. Huh? 15%. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Go. You're, you're 15%. You're at 5% already because you talk, spoke some shit before. Now, yeah, it's a 10%. Go. Well, it was a tough day. <laughs> well, well, no, we did, we did than absolutely nothing. Nothing special. We went to um, Donovan's. Not Donovan's. Oh, yeah. Not Donovan's. It was the uh, next door. Stokehouse. 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 Oh, Stokehouse. Before it got burnt down. Went there for lunch. And then I just uh, proposed to her. In um, at the St Kilda Pier and we're on the pier there in oh, the it's water, beautiful. yeah, in the water. Well, is it true? On the water. Is it true you sang her a song? No, uh, that was you sang her a song. That was for Valentine's Day. My brother sang her a song with a guitar. What did you sing? Happy Valentine's Day, baby. He's going to embarrass his face. I'm embarrassed. That was beautiful. That was really beautiful. Uh, uh, right St Kilda Pier is a great spot. Really, really. The problem with. Why haven't Me. you written her a follow-up song though after that? No, <laughs> no, hold on. No. Well, you weren't joking. Did you actually sing a song? No, I, wrote, I wrote, recorded what? her a song and everything. Seriously? You recorded yeah. it. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. So in love he was. Mate, Fucking hell. I went, to a, I went to a mate's wedding and he had it in Sydney uh, in Watson's Bay. Then he had hired this old ferry after the ceremony and took us all with like beers and stuff on the ferry to the botanical gardens. And then we walk up to this beautiful function room in the botanical gardens where he sings a song that he's written. And I we're like... Fuck that. <laughs> well, that? Like, how the fuck can you talk like you You've ruined weddings yeah. for everybody. Like, everybody there is just like, fuck this. Yeah. Like, yeah. But the problem with that man, was- I see pe- Sorry, when I see people being too romantic and shit, I keep my missus away from them. Like, so don't look there. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the, she's holding her hand and they're kissing in public. Stop looking. You know, I don't want her to feel like, you know, my unromanticism is- I went early though, Bills. I went too early and in the start of last year, wrote her a song, birds, this, presents, da 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 And next year I was like, um, do you want to go to KFC? Or <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do? Like, no, so it's, uh, but yeah, that's, that was it. Just, it was, but it's nerve wracking. 
Yeah, mate. Putting it's, a, it's nervous any, so when, any, when you're in, in a stupid ring thing I had in the ring. Yeah, it had bulges. But how are you supposed to hide it? There's bulges <laughs> in your pocket. I took the box. I just got, I had it loose. Oh, in yeah, my pocket. loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was like, because they're also see the they see the box. That's, well, I didn't think of that. I'll tell you what, jewelers, all the jewelers out there. Make it, make a smaller box. A box. Yeah. Make a smaller box. What? It doesn't need to be in a giant box. Listen yeah. to you guys. It just makes you realise how much of a fucking asshole I am. You are. <laughs> you're, you're, I did nothing. I, 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 I didn't want to say that. I had yeah, no I mean, ring, no box, no, no plan, still, no nothing. Asked, I had a jar you're... and olives, and that's all I had. But you asked. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. Asked, well, yes, you thirteen years later. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm yeah, well, still well, here. But, so it now, worked. but now Casey walks past a jar of olives at the supermarket and goes, "Fuck off." <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's thanks it's, for sharing, boys. Thanks for sharing. That was a beautiful moment. That's I like it was. It, yeah, like, man, it. what? I've never done that before. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see how uncomfortable his Mate, face looked for a hey, bit? There is, okay, there is something. Okay, this is something in the book that Tommy Harkin talks about when he, he goes to do these um, uh, workshops with like business people. They don't self-reflect. Like none of them have ever sat in a room and talked to mates about this or their work colleagues or whatever. Not one of them. In one of the one of the studies they show from Zach said, uh, describe what masculinity means. And everyone, like 99% of the blokes, my penis. <laughs> <laughs> and the other couple, and my balls. <laughs> so like this is the level of blokes that we're dealing with at the moment. But like yeah. it, it can be done. And also it's a it's a lovely space. No, you know, it's a lovely chat. I'm, I'm I actually felt that was nice. This and it like, connects you deeper funny. than you thought you, you could possibly. Oh, we all knew, possibly I knew we I knew their stories, yeah. but to, to sit around a table and discuss it, no, we've never done that there you go. before. But that was very thank you, Robert. Yeah, and sober. Nice. You're extracting you're all sober. these <laughs> extracting well, all these feelings out of us. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You've, conne- you've connected us. Also, you taught us that masculinity is co- is cock and balls. Yeah. <laughs> so while we're here, when I was five years old, I um, no, no, I'm done. That's fifteen percent. I'm out. I'm out. I've already tapped out. Damn, no, mate. <laughs> so, mate. So I usually ask around here, what's next? Obviously, the book. The book for now. Bunch of corporate stuff. Bunch of Christmas songs. And this uh, thing we can't talk about. And the thing we can't talk we, about. A month, you reckon? Next month, it's really, it's big. It'll be, it's big. It's, it's huge. It's, oh wow! It's, so it's bigger than what you've already done. Yeah. To da- oh, so it's the biggest thing you've been a part of. Yeah. Is it the biggest thing you've ever done? Yeah, I reckon. Wow! Oh, that's, all right. That's well, a- everyone, jump on Rob's Insta and socials and make sure you follow him so we can all find out together. Once it's announced, yes, guys. But yeah, come, come check out the Kings of Christmas down in Geelong. Yes, Mate, we'll come to that. Yeah, you know, it should we, be fun. We, we, if you give we, us free tickets, we'll, we'll come, come anywhere you, you, you like. A, you want to sing a Christmas song? Yeah, I'll come sing a Christmas song. Hey. We'll, we'll come on. We're not allowed to go on the Casbah Camp for because they hate us, but we'll come on yours for sure. <laughs> All right, done. Yeah, yeah, right. We've got Dennis Walter, Emerichiano is really keen to come on as well. Yeah, oh, this, man. This is becoming like a big thing. This is it. It's going to cost you, but we'll come on. It's no Rod Laver. <laughs> Mate, uh, thank you for coming on Thanks, to the bro. show. Seriously, it's a pleasure. I've been wanting to meet you. Well, obviously, we, we we connected online and stuff like that. I wanted to meet you for a while. And you you slipped into my DMs. Yes, uh, <laughs> you slipped into my DMs. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not important. It's not important. <laughs> but seriously, guys, let's uh, not get bogged down on who's slipped, DMs. Yeah, who slipped who. into who? That's right. <laughs> 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 Putting on a show by Rob Mills with the Paul Connolly as well. Check it out. Thanks, guys. Check him out on Instagram and uh, all the socials. Thank you so much, man. Pleasure meeting you. That's been an episode of the Saucy Meatballs podcast with the ledge, Rob Mills. Pleasure, one, mate. One thank, the only. thank you for coming on. Thank you for talking to us. Thank, no. you, for, thank you for making us vulnerable. I was going to say, yuck. I'm going to go and cry in a cupboard now. So yes, uh, thank all, you, mate. Or walk past Olives and say, fuck <laughs> <off."> <laughs> <laughs> That's it. See you next week, guys. Bye-bye. Hey guys, Daniel here, aka Shit Jamie, to read out some credits. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Sushi Mango Saucy Meatballs podcast. If you like the show, make sure you're following it by tapping follow on the podcast profile page and giving it a rating. This podcast is produced by Head On Media and is a Spotify exclusive. Our next episode will be out in a week. Don't forget you can listen and watch the full episodes exclusively on Spotify. Spotify.